Welcome to Three Questions With, a podcast by the Latino News Network. LNN is dedicated to best serving Hispanics Latinos with local multimedia news and information websites in New England and the Midwest, a statewide community-focused initiative. Three Questions With is a public affairs program elevating the voices and visibility of matters most important to the Hispanic Latino community by speaking with community and industry thought leaders on topics like civic engagement, education, employment, healthcare, communication, and social responsibility, among others. I'm Hugo Balta, owner and publisher of LNN and your host. The buying power of Hispanics Latinos rose by 87% from 2010 to 2020, outpacing by 51% an increase in non-Hispanic purchasing power over the same time. By 2025, Hispanics will account for 12% of all U.S. buying power. The total economic output of U.S. Hispanics Latinos reached $2.7 trillion in 2019 and would be tied to the seventh largest GDP, gross domestic product, in the world if U.S. Hispanics Latinos were an independent country. Our guest today knows all about the Hispanic Latino financial muscle, as well as systemic barriers keeping them from attaining wealth. Sonia Alvelo is the CEO of Latin Financial based in Newington, Connecticut, with offices in Puerto Rico. Sonia, welcome to the program. Muchísimas gracias. Muchas gracias, Hugo. Uh, me, esto es algo, uh, esta es mi primera podcast y le, les quiero agradecer a ustedes. Uh, muchísimas gracias por tenerme aquí en, en su programa. Por supuesto que sí. And so let's start uh, with you. Tell us by um, letting us know what, what motivated you, what, what got you on this journey, this path in working as a family-owned and operated brokerage firm helping small businesses. Well, you know what, um, Hugo, it's been, wow, que trayectoria. Um, sinceramente, I started, um, I, I started with other companies, obviously, in the underwriter, underwriting process. And I always knew uh, that we needed some help uh, for the Latino community in terms of a business. Um, and lucky, and you know what, I think guts, you know, uh, obviamente uh, is something that, um, that I always, I'm proud. I'm proud to, to keep on going and, and follow my dream. And uh, I started Latin Financial, and I already knew um, that, it, that, that I wanted to actually cater to that community, uh, all the uh, Latino community all over the U.S. and since 2015 in Puerto Rico. Now, many Hispanic Latinos face financial struggles. Families are more likely to live in poverty than their white counterparts. While many of these issues are systemic and due to historical racial and ethnic discrimination, Increasing financial literacy can help alleviate the burden of economic struggles for Hispanic Latinos and eliminate the wealth gap. Based on the work that you do, what are some of the solutions in educating, informing, and empowering the community? Um, we have to tackle education, Hugo. Uh, for some reason, no matter how great um, online services are, um, we have to educate uh, the business owners. 
anybody can own business, but not everybody can actually um, sustain and 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 struggle. You know, first three years of the business as a business owner. So you know, in Latin finance, uh, we are proud and we encourage um, all the businesses in the first orientation, which all the orientations are for free. Uh, we take our time in education. Let's educate as much as we can, not only for the funding that they need at the beginning, but also in the future. You know, uh, uh, the um, merchants or the clients or the part of the family, uh, whoever is doing business with Latin Financial, they don't do it one time only. They keep on coming back in terms about to grow their business. So, you know, I'm going to say no matter what, education, education, education. Let's let's say I have an idea for starting a new a new business. What what are the three things that I should keep in mind as I'm thinking about starting a, a new business? What 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 three tips do you think are among many? Of course, are the most important for people who are have a good idea about a new business, but are necessarily to to your point on education don't know what to do? What are the first three things for them to consider? I, I wanted to emphasize Latin Financial. Um, you know, at the time for 10 years, we helped the business owners that they already established for more than three months. If I do have, and don't get me wrong, Hugo, I do want to go back and, and start a program that is only before they actually start the process. Uh, for me, for my point of view and the years of experience, um, I say, you know, obviously when, you know, let's, let's have a plan. What type of business do you want to, you want to start something that you're good at it, that you love. Uh, you have to emphasize that you got to do that for a long time. So something that you are really passionate about. Um, the second, obviously logistics, you know, talk to your local branch, uh, look, because you know what, no matter what, uh, uh, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, it just sense. Uh, they tend to actually deposit in their uh, personal account. Third one, it will be a good CPA, a good accountant. I think that, you know, obviously it's good to invest in, in a good CPA uh, from the beginning of the business, and that's going to open the doors in the future. So definitely a good CPA. Are there any types of business that are more successful than others in regards to I mean, you know, a good idea is a good idea, and and certainly um, any idea needs to first and foremost look to serve a need that the public is looking for. But in general, if is if are there certain industries, certain genres, in in considering small businesses that, based on the work that you do, are more successful than others, given what they focus on. Well, what I've seen all going through throughout the years, um, in every single state is different. Um, for example, uh, Puerto Rico, 10, you know, I have uh, uh, the businesses in pharmaceuticals are growing. Um, and I'm not talking about, you know, one or two pharmacies a, uh, a year. We're talking about hundreds. Um, in the state of Connecticut or Massachusetts is uh, the dispensaries. Uh, California construction companies. So, you know, I want to be honest with you, any type of business, as long as you 
have the idea and have the tools. Social media is so powerful uh, nowadays that you can you can actually do and grow if you have uh, the right tools by yourself. What are the most popular businesses that are that you see are being successful uh, on the work that you're doing in Connecticut? Uh, in Connecticut, uh, to be honest with you, I do a lot of things with the community. Um, so I'm like more helping the mom and dad, you know, uh, bodegas, uh, farm, small pharmacies, um, gas stations, a little bit of everything. I'm talking about the Latino community. Uh, we haven't um, at the other side of the company, which uh, is Sharp Capital, which it caters the same uh, type of programs, um, but it's not for the Latino. It's not that it's not for the Latino community, but uh, we have Latin financial to do that. Um, so a little bit of everything, to be honest with you, you know, in, in the uh, past 10 years, uh, we started a lot with construction companies, um, and restaurants, a lot of, for some re reason, a lot of retail and restaurants. Now, um, it's, it's a little bit of everything. It's like every other business they actually see either, they know my company through one organization or another one and decide to call just for orientation. You know, they, especially after COVID, uh, Hugo, a lot of businesses, obviously in the past two years, we decided to help all the businesses completely for free in terms about the, you know, the submissions of the SBA, EIDL, all the offers, all the programs with, with the uh, government and the state. We're busy. We were not making a lot of money. Uh, but you know what? No matter what, two years later, those are the business who came back to Latin Financial and Sharp Capital because they decided, okay, you know what? You help us through the hard times. We're going to be, you know, we need funding now, more funding because we need to keep on growing. So it's, it's been quite a roller coaster. Great. And, and I, do, I do want to talk to you a little bit more about COVID-19 and some of the um, opportunities and challenges. You're listening to Three Questions with Sonia Alvelo, CEO of Lash Latin Financial. Three Questions With is a public affairs program elevating the voices and visibility of matters most important to the Hispanic Latino community. We are speaking with Sonia Alvelo, CEO of Latin Financial in Newington, Connecticut. Sonia, we started to, you started to talk about COVID-19 and businesses that um, you've helped uh, weather this storm now, you know, two years in. We've seen many small businesses shut their doors, but we've also seen many of them open their doors. And there's a lot that has happened these last uh, 24 months when it comes to access to financial aid uh, at the federal level. And particularly, your work is at the center of what can often feel like a tug of war. Share with us some of what you've seen and, and tell us a little bit more about the work that you've done in helping these companies um, you know, keep their doors open or, or start their businesses. Yeah, it's, 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 Google, it was horrible this past, you know, this past uh, two years in terms about listening to the stories. Uh, most of them can't afford to pay anybody. Um, 
it, it, it's, it's, it's close to my heart. You know, my business got affected as well, but we were busy um, helping the businesses all over. And, and, and this is this, I think that that's what kept me alive in terms about mentally and physically, because you know what, listening to everybody, you know, the resilience uh, in every single businesses um, in terms about, okay, what can you do? So uh, we decided, okay, you know what, let's do what we do best. Uh, uh, we have merchants in terms about the whole process, you know, how to apply. They, they were lost. There was so much miscommunication throughout the funding uh, this, this past two years that everybody was lost. Everybody was overwhelmed. Um, so we've been doing this for a long time. So we decided, okay, you know what, let's help everybody. So we offer, you know, in terms of helping everybody through the process about the documentations for the FDA, process for the EIDL, process for, to, for them to get um, uh, funded in terms about um, the increase. Um, so, you know what, the most beautiful thing is when they called you and they say, add the money uh, in their account. You know, they're so happy because they can actually pay, you know, reopen. It hasn't been easy, but let me tell you, whoever owns a business, they did whatever they have to do to survive. And we are glad to be able to do what we did best, you know, um, focus on funding and helping everybody, regardless if it was a little bit of money, um, but also by listening to them. It, it, it's been quite a journey, but I'm glad that we made it and we're going to continue surviving and do what we do best. Tony Alvelo, CEO of Latin Financial, thank you very much for your time and for your insights. You're welcome. And thank you for having me here. I, I can't wait to meet you uh, the next time you come to Connecticut. Come and swim by Latin Financial office. I certainly will. You've been listening to Three Questions With, a podcast by the Latino News Network, produced in collaboration with Infinite Multimedia, the parent of El Tri Online an English language news outlet covering Mexican soccer. LNN oversees five independent local news and information websites with a statewide coverage, Hispanic Latino editorial focus in New England and the Midwest. I'm Hugo Valta, owner and publisher of LNN. Thank you all for listening. Stay informed, stay safe.